Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast as we enter the international break. And we do it with Zidane and his squad looking back at a first month where they can congratulate themselves on what's been a difficult job well done. And as Zidane himself said in the aftermath of the victory over Levante at the weekend, he said three wins, one draw, three clean sheets on top of the table. What more could I ask for? And of course, all this was done despite the mini injury crisis which enveloped the club in the opening month. This denied him the use of Eden Hazard in particular. And of course, now we have the absence of Danny Carvajal and Odria Zola. It meant that everybody is getting game time as well. Zidane has used 23 players so far this season. Only Cadiz have actually used more. And it's well ahead of Barcelona. Koeman has so far used just 17 players. The other main feature of the summer, of course, has been how Madrid have chosen to budget for what's going to be a very difficult season for revenue generation, whilst others around Europe have continued to spend without hesitation. Madrid have put themselves on a very sound financial footing with sales and loans of players as well. They've generated well over 100 million in sales. And of course, if you add the savings in salaries as well, that takes the total to close on 200 million euros. An enviable position indeed to be in ahead of a potential summer of major investment next year and hopefully the return of fans to the stadiums. Now, Vinicius, who has scored two goals in the last two games, he's been talking about his expectations for the season ahead. He said, last season, I started without confidence after timeouts due to injury. But now I'm back and I'm fit and I'm playing games. It gives me much more confidence. And talking about wearing the number 20 shirt this season, he said, the number 20 gives me a bit of luck. He said, I debuted with Flamengo wearing this shirt. Indeed, I debuted playing football wearing a number 20 shirt. And you might have noticed the name change on his shirt. He's no longer Vinicius, but Vinny Jr. Well, he said, it's because everybody calls me Vinny. He said, so it was much easier. He, of course, will be hoping that the form that he's shown in these early weeks, certainly in terms of taking his goals, is going to keep him in contention, of course, for El Clasico, which takes place on the 25th of October. Now, a piece of news that broke over the last few hours. Madrid's keeper, Andrew Lunin, has tested positive for coronavirus. He's currently in isolation in Chantilly, which is where the Ukrainian national team are preparing for their upcoming international against France. Now, Luka Modric has been basking in the warm glow of appreciation again as calls begin to appear across the media for Madrid to extend his contract at the end of the season for at least another year. He was asked in interview about his plans for the future. He said, now, despite being 35, I still feel very good and strong. I think I can continue at this level for another couple of years. Of course, I want to renew with Real Madrid. It depends, though, on the club. My wish would be to finish my career in Madrid, but I don't want to be a problem, he said, for the coach or the club. We have a good relationship, and I'm sure we will reach an agreement, either for me to stay or to go. Well, could he go elsewhere? And if where, where could he go? Well, what about a return to Spurs under Jose Mourinho? He said about Jose, he said he was key in me signing here. It was a shame we only had one year together. 
because he is a great coach. I will always be grateful to him. He was tough, but he was always upfront with the players. And honesty is something I greatly appreciate in a coach. And staying on coaches and his current coach, Zinedine Zidane, he said what he's done here will be unrepeatable. People still don't appreciate him as a coach. They always question him, but he is one of the best. He has clear ideas and that suits all of the players, certainly here. He can stay here for many, many years, emulating maybe what Alex Ferguson did at Manchester United or Arsene Wenger did at Arsenal. Now, Brahim Diaz has been giving his first interview since leaving Madrid. Why then did he choose Milan out of all of the many offers that he had? He said Milan is a great club with a significant history. They have an exciting project here and they had a great desire for me to come and play. As for his reception here, he said, well, they welcomed me wonderfully. I am very happy. The squad has a good dynamic Hopefully we can continue and succeed. Asked about his relationship with Zidane, he said, I have a lot of affection for Zidane. He was a great player. He's been a successful manager and he has always given me very good advice. Now, Brahim, as we know, left. Nacho decided, despite having offers himself, to stay at Madrid, sensing perhaps there was still opportunity which might present itself. Now, he spent his entire career in Madrid making his first team debut nine years ago in a highly memorable 6-3 away win at Valencia. Well, this weekend, it was his first start in 241 days since the 4-3 cup loss against Sofia Dad. And uh, he was asked to fill in, of course, at right back against Levante. And he coped well enough as well to suggest that he may well be seen a little bit more often than the six times that we saw him last year. And of course, with Carvajal and Odria Zola still out, it's looking likely he will retain his position and certainly play against Cadiz next time out. Karim Benzema has been appearing in pictures across all the media after he scored his 250th goal at the weekend. He now stands as the club's fifth highest all-time scoring player. Overall, he's played 517 games now, winning 19 titles. And he's far from finished yet. Santillano on 290, Di Stefano on 308. They are the next players in front of him on that list. And he wants to catch both of those. I'm very happy, he said, and proud of my goals. People see football differently. There are many who only watch the goals. But there is more to the game than this, like movement, passes and assists. He signed for Madrid, remember, way back now, 2009, and made an immediate impression. He scored on his debut against Jerez. And uh, the goals have continued to flow regularly ever since. Finally today, Madrid, it's been reported, are considering Kubo's loan position at Villarreal. There was a lot of interest in taking the Japanese international from all over Europe, Ajax, Milan, Betis, to name just a few. But in the end, they opted for Villarreal, where he hasn't actually started a game this season. He's played only 55 minutes in the five matches played. And if the situation doesn't improve, he may well be called back from his loan. And that just about wraps it up then for today's review. Now, as we are on an international break, I'll be back next Monday with a roundup of what's been making the Madrid news ahead, of course, of the return to Liga action 
against Cadiz. Now, don't forget, you can listen into any one of the 200 previous editions of this podcast via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com or via any of the streaming providers, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Alexa, and indeed Amazon. That is it then for the moment from me, Tim Capel. Thank you very much for your company. We look forward to welcoming you back again next week. Enjoy the international break. Till next time, from me, Tim Capel, bye-bye. 